Welcome to Let's Review RN. My name is Bryn O'Donnell, and I'm a certified adult and geriatric nurse practitioner. I work as a cardiology APN and function as a visiting professor and clinical instructor for a BSN program. This is an independent production by myself, and I am not representing any educational institution. My goal is to deliver a condensed but robust review on topics primarily discussed in Adult Health 1 and 2 and some pieces of pharmacology of a bachelor degree nursing program. Over the years, I've learned that students have an immense amount of confusion and questions when they leave didactic, which makes applying what they are learning nearly impossible to the clinical setting. I want to break down the basics so that you can continue to build upon your knowledge and put the pieces together. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Let's Review RN. I promised everyone I would come back on the podcast after I've received my second dose of the COVID-19 vaccine and report my experience and symptoms. As I previously described in the first COVID-19 vaccine podcast, I received the first shot on Monday, December 21st, 2020, and three weeks later, Monday, January 11th, 2021, I received my second shot of the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine. I went into this second dose prepared to feel bad for 24 to 48 hours post-vaccine based on what I had heard from my friends and a few colleagues who had received the second dose ahead of me. Uh, I chose to receive the vaccine in my left arm once again because if I had significant soreness, I wanted the full use of my dominant arm. I have four small children at home and they don't accept excuses when they ask me if I'll hold them or put them to bed or fill their snack cups 1,700 times a day. So I received the shot at 8.45 a.m. without any immediate reactions. Uh, I will say my arm was sore within one hour of the shot. It was not as bad as the first injection, and I can't say that's related to the vaccine itself or whether or not the nurse practitioner who administered it had any best-kept secrets on how to administer it, but it was sore but less sore. Although I fully anticipated a low-grade fever, chills, body aches and pains, and other flu-like symptoms, I did not experience any of this. I completed a 20-minute full-body workout that same evening with some soreness to my left arm, um, but was able to get through my workout without too much difficulty. I did find myself quite tired by 9 p.m., which is earlier than I normally go to bed. The following morning, I woke up at 5 a.m. on my own with noticeable arm soreness, but overall I felt well, except that I was awake one hour before my normal alarm clock. Um, I did fall back asleep, and when it was time for me to get out of bed at 6 a.m., I was dragging. My body didn't hurt. I just felt heavy. Um, Once I was up and moving around, though, that heaviness and dragging feeling wore off. I did find myself to be more fatigued throughout the day following my second dose. So I'm talking specifically the 24 to 48 hours post second dose. If I sat down during the day, I wanted to close my eyes. But the fatigue didn't prevent me from working or being mentally sharp or pushing through the day. All of this mild fatigue, tiredness, and this, quote, heaviness I was feeling dissipated after 48 hours. I'm more than 96 hours post-second dose of the COVID-19 vaccine, and I have not had any symptoms for 48 hours. I never experienced, again, fevers, chills, or the body aches, but I have spoken to a few individuals who have experienced those symptoms, but all said they lasted at most 48 hours. 
I will admit that I took Tylenol the night after receiving my second dose because my arm was sore and I wanted some relief while sleeping. That was the only time I medicated myself during the process. And CDC guidelines say that if you regularly take aspirin, acetaminophen, which is Tylenol, or ibuprofen, of any sort, Motrin, Advil, leave for other medical conditions that you should continue to do so as directed by your physician or as needed. Otherwise, they say do not pre-medicate. Taking over-the-counter medications such as acetaminophen or ibuprofen before receiving a vaccine may reduce its ability to work and blunt your immune response to the vaccine. Now, they do say after the vaccination, don't hesitate to take any over-the-counter medication if you have symptoms that may make you feel uncomfortable. I am going to go through a few frequently asked questions regarding the vaccine to help clear up any concerning thoughts or questions you may have. These answers are based on the CDC recommendations as of January 15th, 2021. So some questions I've heard are... What's the purpose of two vaccine shots? Why does it need to be taken in two doses? So both the Pfizer and the Moderna vaccine require two doses. The Pfizer is a second dose after three weeks, and the Moderna is you take the second dose after four weeks of the initial vaccine. And the reason for this is that the first shot is a primer shot. The second is the booster shot. This is how the vaccine has been studied. There are There's some evidence that after the first shot, you do get some level of immunity, but it's unclear how long that will last. It is known that receiving one shot versus two shots will not result in anywhere approaching the 94 to 95% immunity as the two-shot series from either manufacturer. This has been studied. Um, That's why to get the full effect of the vaccine, you do need both shots. Another question everyone has is, are there known side effects? And yes, there are known side effects of both the Pfizer and the Moderna vaccine. Uh, The side effects can be categorized by either reaction at the injection site or systemic, meaning throughout your body. Um, Injection site reactions include pain, redness, and swelling at the injection site. And when we talk about systemic symptoms, we're basically talking about flu-like symptoms. You could get body aches, muscle aches, fevers, chills, and fatigue. All of these symptoms are temporary. They last for hours to at most a few days. They may be uncomfortable for a short time, but minimal in severity when compared to what happens if somebody actually gets infected with the coronavirus. Another question I've had in when I'm in clinic a lot for my patients is individuals who have had allergic reactions to penicillin or to previous vaccines, should they get the COVID shot? Um, And CDC says that if you've had a severe allergic reaction to any ingredient in an mRNA COVID-19 vaccine, you should not get either of the currently available mRNA COVID-19 vaccines. If you've had a severe allergic reaction after getting the first dose of the mRNA COVID vaccine, that you should not get the second dose. They go then go on to talk about if you've had an immediate allergic reaction, even if it was not severe, to the vaccine or injectable therapy for another disease, that you should consult your doctor and decide how ask them their opinion and they will help you to decide if it's safe for you to get the vaccine. CDC also recommends that people with a history of severe allergic reactions not related to vaccines or injectable medications, such as food, 
pet, venom, environmental, or latex allergies, they may get vaccinated. People with a history of allergies to oral medications or a family history of severe allergic reactions may also get vaccinated. Having a significant allergy to a food or medication does not necessarily mean you are at high risk for having an allergic reaction to COVID-19 vaccine. The risk of an allergic reaction exists for those who have a known allergy to the vaccine from either a prior dose or a known allergy to an ingredient in the vaccine. For example, mRNA vaccines are not made in chicken eggs and that they should not be there shouldn't be any additional risk for people with known allergies to eggs. Now, when they talk about ingredients in the vaccine, the CDC recommends that allergic reactions to polyethylene glycol, PEG, and polysorbate um Polysorbate's not an ingredient in mRNA COVID-19 vaccine, but it is closely related to PEG, which is in the vaccine. So people who have an allergic reaction to or an allergy to PEG, this polyethylene glycol, they should not receive the mRNA vaccine. All people who get COVID-19 vaccines should be monitored on site and people who have a severe allergic reaction or who have had any type of immediate allergic reaction to a vaccine or injectable therapy should be monitored for at least 30 minutes after getting the vaccine. All other people should and will be monitored for 15 minutes after getting the vaccination. One of the questions I had that I looked up that the CDC answered was, am I protected as soon as I receive the vaccine? And can I stop wearing a mask? The answer is no. The protection provided by the vaccine starts seven days after the second Pfizer dose and 14 days after the Moderna dose, after the second dose of the Moderna. Until then, you should assume that you have no proven benefit from the vaccine. I hope this information helps. I think that um, I'll probably come back one more time for a part three and kind of go through some of the most frequently asked questions um, that's out there and see what the CDC says and give you guys these answers. And also I'll update any of the answers as they're updated by the CDC that I gave today. So anyway, stay tuned. And we are also going to be talking about the renal system, the kidney system on the next podcast. This podcast is for general information review purposes only. It does not constitute the practice of medicine or nursing. The use of this information or any materials provided by Let's Review RN are at the user's own risk. This content is not intended to be a substitute for educational teachings through students' educational institutes or organizations.